we just decided the right thing to do would be change the name and record under a different moniker. And that's really how the band was born. I'm, I'd be more than happy to become a Kiwi uh, if that's what's required. We've also played the lowest gig in Europe, which was a salt mine where Hitler hid all the Nazi treasures. Um, well, welcome everyone. We're uh, here at Jared's um, bathroom, um, just sneaking through the, the window here, because he can't hear me, because he's actually playing on the uh, Hammond organ. Uh, here we are, this is dog Bella. Hey Bella. Just going to sneak up uh, behind the old Jared, aka the bro haunt. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, watch out for the border collie. Stepping over, stepping over the weights. He's got a bit of a weight room going here. Jared, how are you, Mr. Jared Tito? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good, well, good. How are you? Feeling pretty groovy. It uh, feel like, feels like I'm at church a little bit. Wow, we're going to get funky. Let's turn the funk up. And yeah. All right. What have we got on the show? We've got today uh, rapper extraordinaire, Mr. Tech9. Mr. Tech Nine in the house, crazy man in the house, and also we've got uh, Uriah Heap. Have you got Uriah Heap? We've got Uriah Heap, Bernie Shaw, the singer from Uriah Heap. Funny enough, who else have we got? But wait, there's more. The man from Thin Lizzy. The man from Thin Lizzy, uh, not the one that passed away, but Ricky Warwick uh, from the band The Black Star Riders. Yeah, originally from uh, Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy, not the makeup on on the uh, advertisements. Not the makeup, which is now famous. Infomercial from the band, <laughs> but uh, the man who's now fronting up the Black Stars, Black Star Riders, Ricky Warwick in the flesh. Hey, there's some nice Hammond uh, organ playing there. Jared, it's good to be back at your bedroom again, uh, recording uh, instead of my place. Well, I call it the bedroom studio. Well, it is a studio. It's got four walls and a roof. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, what's been happening with you lately, other than uh, just the huge, usual? Well, you know, we've just wrapped up the film shooting for. Um, hey, this uh, paper mache boulder is actually quite heavy. It's officially wrapped. It, you mean it's actually wrapped? Isn't there's no more to be done? Yeah, everything that's to be done officially has been done, shot, filmed, and uh, maybe there's some loose pieces that need to be picked up to be filmed again. Now, now we're, then again, you, I remember a couple of weeks, a couple of podcasts back, you said you're going to be on, on Shorty Street. Um, what's happening with that, that little um, little showcase number? Well, uh, that was filmed in summer, but it was uh, it's going to be aired in autumn. So we're now officially in autumn, so anytime soon, I guess. It's only a wee little spot. Mm, very nice, very nice. Uh, we're looking quite tanned here. Obviously, uh, we've still in, uh, got the summer vibes going, hence uh, Jared's playing there on the Hammond organ. Okay, Tech Knight, uh, one of the hottest rappers in the US right now and the world. Um, we're going to catch up with the guy if we get some decent uh, info, tro, info, intro, mofo music. Some Something rappy. Take me to the music! Okay. Check it! Bucket, 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 bucket. Okay, on the old uh, New Zealand team of podcast telephone, we've got Mr. Tech Nine holding for us right now. Strange days, 
when your favorite rapper's popping, but is he on top of something you can't gauge? And uh, how you going there, Tech Nine? It's Wall here. Totally, man. Hey, Tech Nine, Jared here, all the way from Auckland, New Zealand. Oh man, thanks for having me. Hey, Nine, look, you got a trademark of rapping out at a serious amount of speed, almost like a machine gun. Uh, what drives you there? What 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 brought that about? You know, I've always talked fast anyway, so I always wanted it to be audible. You know what I mean? I want people to know what I'm saying. When I'm, it really matters to me that people hear what I'm saying. Um, yeah, Tech Nine, um, it's Wall here again. I'm just thinking. I've seen uh, read a bit about you. You, um, um, you've well, you used to rap out the letters of your name when you were younger to remember your name, and also read also that you liked sitting in haunted houses to find ghosts. We, I'm just wondering, because I've been there before as well, when I was in intermediate school, I wanted to be a ghost hunter. Were you ever successful in seeing a ghost? I've never seen any proof of the spiritual realm. Now, it's like um, the reason why I always look for a ghost because a ghost would let me know that the spiritual realm exists. Black gold. Purpose the ghost is first just to murder, dismember, defecate, disassemble the limbs of a nigga who try and separate artistry from nonfiction. I'm sick with a convict. So um, that's all I can say, though, but I still don't have any proof that um, the spiritual realm exists, man, because Tech 9 has seen not one ghost or not one spirit or anything. Cool. That's far out, eh? So, do you think uh, Ghostbusters, you know, they, they, did you, so you didn't see any, I guess? You know, uh, hoping, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Hey, so what does success for Tech 9 look like? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask as well. Success to me is global domination, like world domination, to where everybody in every place, knows the name Tech Nine some some way. That's what success. I want everybody to know my story. You know, and um, we're getting there. World domination, Tech Nine domination. Yeah, I try and dominate. I'm starting with my room, and I'm working my way up from there. Hey, that's awesome! Beautiful words. Thank you, Tech Nine, and we appreciate you coming on the show with us today. Okay, man. Thanks, thanks, Tech Nine. Cool, Kevin bro. Thank you very much. Cheers. See you later. Ciao. Right, we're back again and ready on the hammer, Mr. Jared Tito, for the next guest, who is no stranger to controversy himself. The band was one of the biggest bands in, well, the rock era, modern rock era, shall we say? Well, he's one of the four majors, wasn't he, back in the rock era in the 70s? One of the four major bands, you know, you head on there. Who were they? Who were they? They are Uriah Heep. And we're talking to Mr. Bernie Shaw. Uh, Bernie, welcome to New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Thank you for talking to me and Jared. Hi there. How you doing, mate? Hey, Bernie. It's a real pleasure. Pleasure. Hey there, Bernie. What's up, Bernie? Hey, uh, we're talking to Bernie uh, Shaw from Uriah Heap. Um, Bernie, what, um, I mean, in your long tenure of the band, I mean, uh, what do you put your longevity down to? Uh, I think a lot of luck, uh, especially in the music business. And it's also, I think, a testament to the 
the songs that Uriah Heep have written in the past and are, are still writing now. Because, uh, I mean, our live show is uh, about 50-50. It's a, we definitely have to stay true to the, the classic songs that made the band famous in the first days. Mm. But uh, we still put a, a good sprinkling of new songs uh, of my era and whatever album that we you know, are recording or touring with at the time. Uh, this tour, of course, being Outsider, with uh, the new set's going to have five new tracks off Outsider Live. So uh, it's going to be a pretty diverse and pretty dynamic set. Cool, Bernie. I was going to ask a question, um, just a question that talks about some of the classic stuff that you used to do, say, for example, on the album... Um, Demons. Demons and Wizards. Uh, very classic album. And Bottom uh, log. Compared to... How, how would you say the band's sound is now? Would you say it's similar to that? Or have you has it, has the band evolved into something new? Or how how would you, in your words, say where the band's at? Yeah, cool, good question. I was only seventeen. I fell in love with a gypsy queen. She told me. I think the band still t- stayed true uh, in the writing style. You know, there, there's characteristics and trademarks. Uh, within Uriah Heep that, you know, that they were kind of cast in stone back in the 70s and that chemistry of songwriting got them famous so we've stayed true to that, you know, the, the wah-wah guitar, the Hammond organ, big harmonies, uh, that, that was Heap's trademark that set them uh, apart from the other bands, you know, especially the, the big four in 1970, the Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, uh, Black Sabbath and Uriah Heep. They, you know, all four bands came out of that, uh, out of England in that one year, but they were so diverse that, you know, the Tune Aomi didn't sound anything like Jimmy Page, who didn't sound anything like Richie Blackmore, who didn't sound anything like Mick Box. You yeah, quite like those bands. Hey, Jared, those bands are quite good, those top, the big four. I mean, I, th- I think uh, about Deep Purple, and uh, yeah, I, I can see why you guys would still be friends because. Your sound is not 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 exactly the same, but you know, for me, the bands are very closely linked. Um, I'm just wondering, um, uh, you know, the, you've also done a thousands, thousands, and thousands of gigs, and we probably know about all the good ones that have gone on. But are there, have there been any crappy gigs for Uriah Heap, or even unusual gigs that you may have done? Bizarre. Yep. I'm sure there there must be a backlist of bizarre gigs that you've been asked to do. Yeah, because I mean, everyone's got to start somewhere, right? Oh boy, yeah, of course we have. Uh, we've, we've played some, <laughs> we've played some doozies of gigs. Not, not just bad ones, but you know, we've played the, the highest concert in Europe, which was, uh, on a mountaintop facing the, the Eiger in a town called Kleine Schellig. And we were on a mountain. 12,000 people on a mountain, and it was Joe Cocker and Uriah Heep. So we played quirky ones like that. We've also played the lowest gig in Europe, which was a salt mine in East Germany where Hitler hid all the Nazi treasures. And 1,200 people went down 10 at a time in this tiny little lift, one kilometer below the ground, and we played in this old salt mine. Just quietly, I would have nabbed a few, uh, few old masters myself out of that salt mine. No, unfortunately, hey, I think I saw Gollum twice. 
yeah, I think they're all gone. That's uh, I think that's a theme for um, that film, that horrible film that George Clooney was in, that, that location, oh, yeah. It was too, yeah. What was it called? The Old Masters or The Masters yeah. or something? Uh, the Unmasterables, something like that. Um, so, Bernie, have you got any sort of New Zealand ties or any Kiwi connections, either through family, friends or the like? Not really. Uh, one of my best mates, uh, Rob Corich, lives down in London, and uh, he's a Kiwi. I have to mention him because it was this chap that brought this little young girl from Czechoslovakia to see us perform one night because the band UFO had cancelled. You know, they, they beat each other up, and, and they had a, ah. a Barney, and they, they cancelled the show. So Rob brought this girl from Czechoslovakia 10 years ago to see us record a show and I met her after the show and I'm happy to say that this year we've been married for 10 years. So this certain Kiwi is pretty important in my life because he and he introduced me to my wife Radka. Excellent. It looks like he had a, a hand to play in your marriage there. Uh, excuse the pun. Um, but a fantastic story. That's really cool. Um, Bernie Shaw, Lee Singer from Uriah Heath. Thanks for talking to me, uh, myself and Jared today. Fantastic, mate. Appreciate the time. Yeah, real pleasure, Bernie. It's Jared here, by the way. I didn't introduce myself before. All a pleasure. You are a legend. You are very pleasurable. Thank Cheers. you, Bernie. Cheers, man. All right. Looks like, uh, Jared, the old phone bill is going to be going up this week uh, with all these phone calls, interviews. Yeah, for someone. Or are you Skyping? Well, I should be Skyping. Probably be cheaper than paying the phone calls but it's not as expensive as it used to be making a call to Europe 10 years ago 20 years ago oh no oh no it was unthought of then same as flying in an aeroplane yeah definitely hey who we got holding on the phone now at the moment who's on the phone uh, we've got all the way from uh, Ireland Ireland yeah yeah Ricky Warwick of Thin Lizzy fame who is now fronting the band his own band well band as such the that he's got together with the, the Black Star Riders Black Star Riders, Ricky Warwick, how are you, man? Nice to talk to you. I'm doing great. How's it going? Hey, Ricky, it's Jared here. How are you? Whoop, whoop. Hey, listen, um, how did you get involved with uh, with the Lizzie and uh, the old guitarist, Scott Gorham? Well, actually, I was I was singing for Thin Lizzy um, for four years prior to Black Star Riders being formed. Scott Gorham put Thin Lizzy um, back together again um, in 2010 and, and asked me to, to front the band. Um, I've known Scott for about 20 years. Scott actually played guitar on one of my solo albums quite a few years ago. And we've been friends. So, uh, you know, when he asked me if I would want to sing for Thin Lizzy, it was a no-brainer. I mean, I grew up on Lizzy being Irish, and, and, and they were soundtrack to my youth, and I loved the band. So um, I sang for Lizzy for about four years, and we decided we were going to record some new music. And we've been, you know, we've been writing a lot of songs. Everything was going really well. And then just the 11th hour, I guess, we just sort of, decided that, you know, maybe this isn't a great idea. It's been 30 years since the last Lizzie album. Obviously, it would have been the first one without the great Phil, Phil Lynott singing on it. And uh, we just decided the right thing to do would be change the name and record under a different moniker. And that's really how the band was born. So you guys are going from Thin Lizzie. Um, obviously, you dropped the, uh, because of respect to Phil Lynott, um, you're now Black Star Riders. Phil was very much the front man, but I mean, you know, obviously... You know, Scott Gorham's guitar sound with Brian Robertson and, and, and Gary Moore was a huge um, identifiable factor of, of Lizzie and that sound. You know, um, thankfully, Scott's in Black Star Riders. So we still retain the spirit of Thin Lizzie. And 
were obviously huge fans, and, and that's an influence because we were involved so closely with the band. Certainly, Scott, who's been who was in Thin Lizzy since 1974, um, and that's something we don't want to lose. But you know, we're able to forge ahead now, um, and you know, we get to play some Thin Lizzy songs live, but we obviously get to record and write new material as is our want. You know, Ricky, the uh, you've got a new album out, The Killer Instinct. How's that? How how are you? With that, is that is that a, are you happy with that? Are you excited about that? I've got an instinct that's going to be killer. Yeah, very. I mean, can't wait. The reaction, the reviews have been really phenomenal. We've been blown away with the support that we've been getting. So, uh, you know, can't wait to, to finally get it out into the universe. Nice, excellent. Um, actually, the, the I like the song, the single, the Killer Instinct. Um, it's great. It's got that whole you know Rosalie boys back in town feel to it. Is it any coincidence that your voice resembles Phil Liners? I grew up with them as they're a huge influence and you know we have the same the same register of vocal and same register of vocal as Phil does um, but you know I, I was singing those songs for four years and, and you know living and breathing the whole Thin Lizzy thing and uh, Phil uh, was a huge even more of an influence which is kind of weird because he's no longer with us but I was reading his poetry you know, phrasing his words, trying to learn anything I could about the man because I wanted to make sure that when, you know, we played his Thin Lizzy, you know, orally, that, that the songs were as close as I could get them to, to sounding without the great man being here. And that's part of who I am now. A little bit of that's ingrained in me now. So that's, I guess, just the way that I sing. And, and uh, that's come with me into Black Star Writers. Now, um, you, Thin Lizzy arguably had one of the, the best rock guitarists of all time. I'm thinking Gary Moore, Vivian Campbell, Scott Gorham, Brian Robertson, you name them, Jared. I mean, Gary Moore in himself is huge. Massive. And and I also think that Thin Lizzy is considered one of the great rock bands of today when we look back in hindsight. But in the day, Thin Lizzy weren't as big as perhaps what we think they were. Why Why? Why do you think that... Why do you think that Thin Lizzy didn't take off like Led Zeppelin or, or any of those other kind of the big four that you talked about earlier? No, I mean, everybody knows boys are back in town all over the world, and, and I guess everybody knows Jailbreak. Um, but yeah, you know, they, they certainly weren't as big as I think they could have been and should have been. Um, you know, they were dogged with bad luck. I think the band, you know, ended way too soon. I think, you know, when Phil split the band up in 83, personally, I felt that they should have kept going. Um, you know, Sometimes circumstances just conspire against you, but they certainly made their mark and left their mark. And there's no—you ask any kid out there. I mean, you know, you know Scott Gorham's guitar playing has influenced so many of the bands that are out there today. You know, the guys in band like Mastodon are huge Lizzie fans, and, and and you know they're just every time we've done festivals with those guys, and they just they just freak out when they meet Scott, you know, because he's such an influence. So, you know, the, the power of the band lives on, you know. Cool, 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 cool. Thank you, thank you. Now, uh, Ricky Warwick, lead singer from Black Star Writers. Let's see how good your Thin Lizzy um, general knowledge is, um, or just get you a feel for Thin Lizzy. Um, what is your favourite Thin Lizzy album? Um, you know, I, without being too cheesy, I mean, I do love them all uh, very, very much, but I, I think if I had to pick one, it'd be Black Rose. Love the songwriting on that, and I love, you know, I think Scott and Gary Moore, guitar sound, and that's amazing. Jared here again. Um, I was going to ask you the question 
Of all the guitarists that have played with them, Lizzie, which is your favourite? Mm. Oh, it's got to be Scott. It's got to be Scott Moran. You know, I'm in a band with the guy, and, and, and I love him. He, he's phenomenal. He's, he's inspirational, and uh, I love his feel, and I love the way he plays. He comes up with some fantastic, very melodic solos. He still loses cool as well. I mean, Scott has a swagger and an attitude that, that makes him a true rock and roller. And uh, he's a cool cat, man. And, and uh, he's now a great, a great friend and a great mentor and a, a lot of fun to tour with. And, uh, you know, as you can imagine, the guy's got some incredible stories as well. Yeah, nice. Scott Gorham. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, he, he did look kind of androgynous back in the day with long hair. He looked kind of feminine. Now, my uh, last question I've got here for you, Mr. Ricky, is... Um, do you know Phil Linett's middle name? Choose your words carefully, or choose your name carefully. Yeah, I don't know the answer to this one, so I can't judge. Paris. The answer. Oh, right. Ah, the Paris, Paris. Paris. Paris, yeah. Thank God for Wikipedia. When in Rome, do as Rome, Romans do, and when in Paris, well, name Just the called child, Paris. Paris. Um, that's going to do it. The boys are out of town now was an interview with Ricky Warwick, the lead singer from Black Star Riders. It's been a real pleasure, Ricky, and all the best for your uh, upcoming tour uh, with the Black Star Riders. Yes, and also for your new album, Killer Instinct. And, Ricky, if you're ever in the country or ever near New Zealand, please feel free to drop on by me and Jared. will uh, hook you guys up. You know, we'd love to. Um, I mean, we just, you know, logistics, I'll hopefully find a promoter that wants to bring us down. We'd be there in a heartbeat. You know, I've never been to New Zealand. It's a country that I, um, that I really, really would dearly love to visit. Um, you know, we've, I've been to Australia a couple of times. I know everybody says that, and it's like, going, well, you know, I've been to England, but never been to Scotland. It's almost insulting. But, you know, I have friends that have been to New Zealand. They've told me what a great place it is. I'm dying to play there. I, would, I, would, I, would, I really hope we can make it. Thank you very, very much. Catch you later, man. Fantastic. Appreciate it. Kakite. We're out of here. Oh, Bella's asleep on the ground. It's a tune in the air. Autumn, wherefore art thou sting? Sting, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Is that Fifty Shades of Grey? You're quoting there. Uh, It's Fifty Shades of something else, actually. Fifty Shades of Brown. Coming up with Walt and Jared on New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Uh, Don't forget, if you like this podcast, check out our other podcasts on podcast.co.nz. But now, who have we got coming up next? Mr. Jared. Who's on the phone? Uh, We've got Ryan Redman here, new frontman for I Am Giants, all the way from the south of the UK, I believe. going to press the button this is the right button to push if we get Ryan on there he's on the other line line two alright standing by I hope you got your coins ready let's go right Mr. Ryan are you there can you hear me Ryan Redman from I Am Giant hello mate hello yeah it's good how are you hey man how's it going nice to talk to you it's Walt here hey Jared here Ryan nice to meet you 
Hey, bro, are you um, are you up to play with the old Kiwi vernacular? Are the boys teaching you some good choice Kiwi words? Uh, not 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 so much. I'm picking up uh, a at the end of sentences, but well, you know some good Kiwi words, Jared. Well, you don't really talk in a bro accent, do you? No, I don't really. Hey, listen, Ryan, um, just thinking, how were the uh, the Medicana concerts with Shehad, the Datsuns, and Kyrie Nifite? It was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, the gigs, like, we were received so well. Like, uh, I mean, it's such a strange thing to be joining a, such a well-established band. And, uh, and it just... Yeah, people were so positive and so supportive. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Uh, awesome, man. Thanks, bro. So, Ryan, um, you're over from the UK, England, South England. Um, how, how are you finding New Zealand? You're fitting in well here? Is it, is it working for you? Nice place? What do you think? It's fucking hot. <laughs> Real hot. Uh, I don't know. It just... if. Uh, it felt like it, it sort of feels a bit uh, English in the way it looks somehow I don't know especially uh, from the sky as well like we took a couple of flights domestic flights and yeah just blown away really by the almost this like size of the scenery like uh, how it dominates the country and uh, you know and I live in the south of the UK and it's just everything's flat there's just no there's no there's some hills but even they're not so big really hope you got a bit of a hucker experience as well hungy maybe yeah some of those sites you're talking about eh, they're very um, very um, much the Lord of the Rings type sites eh? huge mountains um, yeah in a way yeah sometimes I mean it's more like New Zealand looks a bit more like Scotland because Scotland's got really huge uh, mountains and yeah, so it felt a bit like that. Oh yeah, Lord of the Rings all the way, Middle Earth looking, eh? Um, Ryan, I was just thinking, going back to the Matakana gig you guys just did um, this year, um, how did you get on with the other bands? Um, being an Englishman and all, or a pom, how did you get on with them? It was really good. Like, um, Kari and I fight <coughs> a couple of just really sound guys just I mean even uh, I, I think I was just surprised because there's always um, like sometimes when you're on a bill you sort of you get to talk like up to the, the band that's above you so like uh, and then the band that's above you gets to talk up to the the band above them like at the top but it, it that's sort of that's the normal way of it you know you you get that's the sort of pecking order but it it wasn't actually like that on this tour she had were so open to to having a conversation and just having a drink uh i just uh, i really appreciated that i think there's a lot of i have a lot of time for bands that can be both huge uh but humble as well at the same time and happy to you know, be nice and not not uh, not be up up themselves, basically. <laughs> uh, it's good to see you getting looked after here in, in the old uh, NZ. Yeah, some good old fashioned southern hospitality. The thing is, though, we like to feed fatten up visitors. You know, if you go to someone's house, man, you just got to play under the food, isn't that right, Jared? 
Yeah, it's always rude to say no, uh, but sometimes you just have to, and you still get food thrown at you. I could do it to me. I could do with it. I don't know if you've seen me, but I'm uh, I'm on the light side. So yeah, my my theory is that the food here is slightly more potent than the food you might get in England, and that's that's why our All Blacks do so well. Actually, they have more strength. It looks like it's rubbing off into our cricket players as well. I I got looked after really well. Like I stayed. Um, um, like quite a few nights with uh, uh, Paul's girlfriend's family, and then I stayed quite a few nights at Shelton's house. And yeah, I got I was fed well, and uh, and we drank well. Hey, yeah, uh, Ryan. I know this is gonna sounds slightly personal but we do like to ask the personal questions we've had a few guys on here that have been sporting tattoos have you, what about you i mean i am giant i mean when i see that band i just see the band i see instruments the other thing i see is tattoos do you do you have any tattoos is there pressure to have tattoos in the band for you yeah because i mean from the photographs it doesn't look like you've got any uh, i got one one tattoo on my back i got a big piece uh, yeah, like a big piece across my whole back. No, it's I. I've been wanting it for years, many, many years, and uh, and uh, finally one of my mates agreed to do it, and uh, not for free though. Our ad, but uh, yeah, he did. Uh, he did a really good job. No, it's just I. I guess I wanted a tattoo that was a bit more, that was a bit more private, a bit more mine. <laughs> But that, but not that was just you know from my perspective. Like it's, uh, I love you know particularly Shelton's tattoos are just yeah. Well, that's good, mate. So Shelton's got nothing to be worried about as far as tattoos go. He's got, he's got, yeah. It pretty much, I've got the tattoo on the back, and he's got everything else, and not the back. Yeah. Hey, um, Ryan, I was wondering, um, what's what do you think you add to the band's sound? I mean, yeah, I am giant. You know, Ed Martin sort of left last year. What what do you think? What sort of value? What what sort of you know oomph do you add to I Am Giants overall band sound? I think I like I I've always felt like from my other band that that I would fit in quite well into the sound that the boys were moving towards. Um, I certainly, I guess, like my voice compared to Ed's is a bit more rock maybe you might say it's a bit hard it, it, it hits a bit harder maybe than uh maybe than ed and so i think i you know i've always loved loved screaming bands and loved heavy bands like the deftones that the vocals can be both um sort of soaring and and soft and uh, at points just as heavy as the music uh, so I think I, I hope to bring a, a bit of a, a, a heavier edge as well as you know uh, continuing the the sound that they started with yeah uh, interesting Russian what do you think of Russian woman Jared Russian dolls Russian woman or Russian dolls um, oh you mean the song the song uh, it could be about Russian dolls um, yeah it's kind of a good song yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, one of their strongest songs, I think. 
Um, we love the song, Ryan. Uh, tell us the story behind that tune. Yeah, I guess that that's like the sort of example of like a heavy, the heavy side of my voice. And uh, yeah, the boys really, uh, I mean, like we all work together on that track here in the UK. And and even that, you know, I love the, the vision that Shelton and, and Paul have got for the music and that they're, they're not afraid to to ask you to try you know for me as a vocalist to ask me to try and do something you know so they can hear what it sounds like and and uh it's really refreshing to to uh have producers in the band basically guys that really have a pretty clear idea of what they want uh a very important part of this band is is that they're a Kiwi band and and that it means a lot to them and I think it means a lot to to their fans around uh, around the world and uh, I'm I'd be more than happy to become a Kiwi uh, if that's what's required. Excellente, Ryan Redman, the vocalist for I Am Giant. Thank you very much for taking time out to talk to us on your busy schedule. No, thanks for yours, mate. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you very much, Ryan, and all the very best uh, for you and the band I Am Giant. All right, speak to you soon. Very cool, very cool, Leo. Hey, listen, we want to thank all our guests that we've had on here today. Um, so many uh, that were holding on the phone there. We, we nearly had a bit of a punch-up on one of the lines. Yeah, thank you to all of our cyber guests that have been holding out on the phones and lines and in cyber world somewhere, may they all do very well. Who did we have? We had Tech Nine. Tech Nine in the house. We had Uriah Heaps, Bernie Shaw, vocalist. Um, Ricky Warwick from the very famous uh, Thin Lizzy band now with the Black Star Riders. And, and Mr. Ryan Bredman from the new vocalist from I Am Giant. Yeah, now. Action packed, action packed. A couple of interesting names there. You got Tech Nine, sounds like a science fiction film. I Am Giant reminds me of that giant. Book, the book here, the giant from the outer world, yep. and then the Black Star Riders kind of make me think of an Irish gypsy band or something. Yeah, I can sing that definitely. And Uriah Heap, well, say no more, Bernie. Yeah. Well, wasn't he just a cool guy? Yeah, Uriah Heap, interesting. That's that's a biblical name, isn't it, Uriah? It is Uriah Heap, straight from the Bible. So you got yeah. diverse oh, could be stuff. Like a, if I didn't give that answer, that could have been a multiple choice you know which of these titles yeah it's a biblical book <laughs> well i don't think it'll be tech nine that's for real jared thanks for keeping it real with me here today I, I, are you going to be going out on a, on a bit of a tune yeah man let's go out on some big numbers we have a sing-along what do we got do we know any irish songs you know whiskey in the jar yeah whiskey in a jar that's a classic thing da, 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 da. whiskey in a <laughs> jar all right, here's Marlon Williams. We're going out with Dark Child, his latest single. Check him out. Check out all the other guests as well. Until next time, ka kite ano. Marlon Williams, man, he's the man. He is the man from Christchurch, kicking big in Melbourne. Yeah, only because Jared met him and was smitten by Mr. Marlon Williams. But nevertheless, he is talent personified. He is talent personified, and he's got such a good backing band with him at the moment. Blow your mind. Really, really good stuff. Keep it real. See ya. Keep it real. Yo, see you. Peace. <laughs>